Hi everyone, welcome back to Lorena's Diary with me, Lorena Tirol. Today we are studying a new series on the topic of why it's important to communicate. Always from the perspective of a teen that, of course, is not a psychologist, okay? Well, so effective communication is like the secret sauce that adds flavor to every aspect of our life. It's basically the art of expressing yourself clearly, listening actively, and, you know, understanding others, leading to stronger connections and better outcomes. In personal relationships, effective communication, it's... it is the glue that holds things together. It allows you to express your feelings, needs, and the desires honestly, while also being receptive to your partner's thoughts and emotion. This openness fosters trust, intimacy, and a deeper understanding of each other, which can lead to healthier and more fulfilling relationships. In the professional world, effective communication is a game changer. Whether you're collaborating with colleagues, presenting ideas to your boss, or dealing with clients, clients being able to articulate your thoughts clearly can make all the difference. It helps build rapport, fosters teamwork, and increases productivity leading to a more successful and harmonious work environment. And you know, let's not forget about friendship. Effective communication is the key to maintaining a strong bonds with your bodies. From instant jokes to heart-to-heart conversations, being able to express yourself authentically and listen actively strengthens your friendships and creates a supportive network of friends you can count on. In education, effective communication is crucial for both teachers and students. Teachers who can communicate their lessons clearly and engage their students create a positive learning environment. On the other hand, students who express their doubts and questions openly enhance their understanding of growth. Even in mundane daily interactions, effective communication makes life smoother. Whether it's ordering your favorite coffee at a coffee or resolving a minor dispute with with a neighbor, Clear and respectful communication can turn any situation around and avoid unnecessary conflict. One of the most powerful aspects of effective communication is the ability to bridge cultural gaps. When you communicate with people from diverse backgrounds, understanding each other's perspectives and being sensitive to cultural differences fosters mutual respect and appreciation, creating a harmonious and inclusive society. Overall, 
Effective communication is a superpower we all have. It empowers us to connect with others deeply, resolve conflicts peacefully, and achieve our goals both personally and professionally. Well, communication is the process of exchanging information, ideas, thoughts, and emotions between individuals or groups through various mediums such as spoken or written language, body language, gestures, and even visual cues. It is the lifeblood of human interaction, allowing us to connect understand and relate to one another. In human interaction, communication plays a pivotal role in shaping our relationships and influencing the way we perceive and interact with the world. It goes beyond mere words and encompasses the tone of voice, facial expressions and body language, which all contribute to the riches, richness of the message being conveyed. As it core, communication is about sharing and receiving information. When we communicate effectively, we express our thoughts and feelings clearly, ensuring that our intended message is understood by others. On the receiving end, effective communication allows us to interpret and comprehend what others are saying, fostering mutual understanding and empathy. Communication is not only about speaking, but also about listening actively. When we actively listen to others, we validate their thoughts and emotions making them feel valued and heard. This somehow encourages openness and trust, creating a safe space for individuals to express themselves honestly. In addition to fostering understanding, effective communication is essential in resolving conflicts and overcoming misunderstandings. By Engaging in open and honest dialogue, we can address disagreements, find common ground, and reach compromises, thus strengthening relationships and promoting harmony. Furthermore, communication is a powerful tool for building and maintaining social connections. It enables us to share experiences, stories, and ideas creating a sense of community and belonging. It is through communication that we form friendships, establish support networks, and connect with people from diverse backgrounds. In the professional realm, effective communication is the backbone of successful teamwork and collaboration, whether it's combining project requirements, sharing feedback, or brainstorming ideas. Clear communication ensures that everyone is on the same page and this might lead to increasing productivity and better outcomes.
Well, so in summary, communication is the lifeline of human interaction. It enables us to understand and be understood, build in relationships, resolving conflicts, and fosters a sense of belonging in our personal, social, and professional lives. By continuously improving our communication skills, we can enhance the quality of our relationships and contribute to a more connected and compassionate world. Well, so now I want to dive into the elements of effective communication. There, there are various components that might contribute to successful communication, both verbal and non-verbal cues, as well as the crucial skill of active listening. Also, studying with verbal communication, the clarity is a must. Using clear and concise language to express your thoughts and ideas makes us avoid ambiguity and misunderstandings. Then also the tone of voice, because, you know, the way you speak can convey emotions and attitudes. Being mindful of your tone helps to ensure your message being received in the intended manner. Also the vocabulary, you know, because basically using the appropriate words for your audience and context ensures effective communication. And in addition, knowing when to speak and when to pause allows for a balanced and engaging conversation. As a example, one like I would like to share a little story time that happened always, or not always, but happened sometimes with my dad. Okay, so well, the other day I had to order a book for for school, and I told him, you know, there were two versions because it's like the activity book and kind of the student's book or so. Okay, so. The student book, I already have it, so I don't have to buy it, and it's the most expensive, which cost 40 euros, okay? So then, um, the workbook, that is like, it's basically for English, okay? It costed like 26, and I told him that, you know, and, you know, I sent it, I sent him the link, and I remember that I told him, okay, you don't have to buy the student book, It costs 40 euros. I already have it, blah, blah, blah. Because in my high school, they give, they lend you the books. And then after the school year, you give them to them back, of course. And whatever. So I told him that I need a book. And, you know, I didn't have to buy one, which costed 40 euros. I have to, I have to buy the, the workbook. And I don't know what I did or what did I say that he understood that the workbook was 40 years. But it was not like that. It was that the student's book costed 40 euros and the workbook 26 or so. 
And he was just so confused. He was like, no, I'm not buying that. Oh my goodness, that's so expensive. And literally, he got angry at me because I will refuse to search it by, you know, thrifted or not thrifted, but secondhand book. And I was like, but I cannot have that one. Like, there are exercises. And he was just like, but oh my goodness, you think I'm rich, blah, 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 and all of that. And he got mad at me. But in the end, it got solved everything. He bought it firsthand because it's like, eh, we solved. He thought that it was like, the student, no, the workbook was 40, but it was not like that. So, you know, I don't know what I say. How did I say? I don't know if, I don't know. But I think it was like verbal communication mistakes or so. I don't know. It can happen sometimes. So it's something that happens to us too much well moving on going with nonverbal communication body language basically which includes gestures facial expressions and posture can communicate feelings and emotions without saying a word so be careful with this because maybe you have an attitude that is like weird but you're not feeling mean because, okay, hold on, let me explain. Maybe you're showing to everyone that you're mean, but you're not mean. You're just normal, you're just tired or something, but because of your body language, you can seem like that. Then also the eye contact, because, you know, everybody knows, or most people know, that maintaining appropriate eye contact shows interest and engaging in the conversations. Because if you don't look to the person that you're looking, that, excuse me, that's speaking, maybe it's like even unpolite and mean in some points, some at some places and everything. I mean, not at some places, excuse me, that I think is in everywhere. My bad. Then also proximity, because physical distance can always affect communication and you know of course being aware of personal space is essential lastly a gentle touch can convey comfort support or empathy depending on the situation of course depends on the situation okay mm, i was going to say something but i forgot whatever moving on Active listening, well, so basically includes paying attention because if you focus on the speaker and you give them your full present, it demonstrates respect and interest. Then also putting yourself in the speaker's shoes helps you understand their perspective and emotions much better. And also seeking clarification and showing interest in these speakers' thoughts encourages open dialogue and maybe you can engage into a deeper conversation and more interesting, I could say. And maybe restarting the speaker's words in your own words might confirm understanding and 
kind of shows you are engaged into the conversation and into what they are saying. Well, now, offering feedback in a constructive and supportive manner might encourage growth and improvement. Also, being open to receive feedback without becoming defensive allows for personal development because some people tend to kind of become defensive. So try to hear, keep calm, breathe if you need, but don't take it too personal, okay? Because I know some people that are like that. Being aware of your emotions and those of others can help navigate sensitive conversation without engaging into conflict or being into troubles and relatives. Managing also your emotional responses ensures effective communication even in challenging situations. So this one is... I consider it's the hardest, and you might need to work quite hard in this one. Well, also being sensitive to cultural norms and customs help avoiding misunderstanding, because maybe if you are, let's say, from Italy, and the person that you are talking with is from the US, I think it might be some differences because of your culture maybe italians are more you know different than americans and because of these differences there are some misunderstandings and all of that also it's really important not assuming everyone shares the same cultural background and this helps foster open-mindedness, which is also so important in any aspect of life, not just in this. Well, by committing these elements, we can create mindful and impactful communication experiences. Being mindful of our words, body language, and active listening skills helps build stronger connection with others, whether it's in personal relationships, work, settings, or everyday interactions. And, you know, just remember, effective communication is a lifelong skill that we can always improve and refine. It might be harder to start, but with work and discipline, you can always make it better. Well, now I would like to discuss a little bit about the different forms of communication. And, you know, communication comes in various forms. It's with its unique characteristics and strengths. So, you know, let's start by verbal communication where, you know, it's the most common and direct form of communication. We use it every single day. We share ideas, thoughts, and emotions 
which are conveyed through speaking and listening, engaging in dialogue with others, whether one on one or in group settings, might foster real time exchange information. And lastly, connected with connecting with someone through voice calls allows for immediate and personal communication even over long distances. Moving on, now talking about reading communication. So the text messages are a short and quick way to get engaged through conversation in conversation through mobile phones or messaging apps. Also by emails, we can create a more formal communication via electronic mail, which is often used in professional settings for sending detailed information. Letters, I think this one is not used anymore or barely used. And, you know, it's basically a traditional way of written communication and for the usually we use it for personal or formal purposes or we use it for we used to use it for those purposes and lastly memos are reports which are written documents that are used in business settings to communicate important information to colleagues or superiors. Moving on, visual communications that you know there are infographics, charts and graphs, presentations and videos. Well so starting by the first one, infographics Okay, so basically using visuals and graphics to convey complex information in a simple and engaging manner might help to communicate information. The next one, charts and graphs, is basically representing data visually to make it easy to understand and analyze presentations that are, we are really familiarized with this one. Because we combine visual and verbal communication to be delivered information to or listeners or people that are watching. For usually we are doing this for class, for business, presentations and all of this. And, you know, also videos, because, you know, by using moving images, sounds, and text to maybe tell a story or explain concepts effectively. Because, you know, I think the videos are more interesting than all of those, because I was in full graphics, because a poster, maybe a YouTube video, for me are the most are not the most, but they're quite good. I like them. Well, not talking about nonverbal communication, expression, emotions, attitudes, and intentions. 
through gestures, facial expressions, and posture. This is really important to be aware of from a point of view because maybe you're saying something that is not bad, but because of what your body's telling can be the opposite. I don't know if it's clear what I want to say. This includes eye contact, touch, and proximity. Which, you know, proximity basically is a signaling intimacy, dominance, or formally by how close or far we stand from others. Well, now digital communication, which is something that nowadays is ultra common, we do it every single day. And, you know, some of them is basically by social media. We can be engaging in conversations, sharing content, and networking through various online platforms. Maybe scrolling through TikTok and sharing that video to our friends. Also by real-time chat conversations via messaging apps or platforms. And... You know, video conferencing, which conduces face-to-face meeting with people in different locations. And lastly, symbolic communication. These ones are more like emojis, icons, flags, and signals. And its form of communication offers different advantages and can be used in various situations. For example, symbolic communication, I think if you're messaging like via Instagram messages, maybe you say, mm, I don't know, something that is like, you know what happened to me? You send that and then maybe you, you say, oh my goodness, you cannot believe that I got into my room and it was everything a mess for example and then you add like an emoji of a face of I don't know being kind of you know worry or not worry but any any face I don't know, I don't have the word right now, I forgot it. Well, so, some forms, kind of, you know, if you add that, maybe it can change a whole message. And it can make it seem funnier, more sad, or neutral. Because I think if you add, like, an emoji sometimes, it kind of sends like a, an emotion, rather than if you send it just like, how are you? Good. Maybe if you add like an emoji or something, I mean, depends also, I, I don't add emojis to that. But maybe adding sometimes, it might add a little bit of sprinkles somehow to to the conversation somehow, I don't know. Well, so some forms might be more suitable for expressing emotions.
while others are better for sharing detailed information. Choosing always the right form of communication for each situation helps ensure that our messages are clear, effective, and well perceived by others. And you know, in today's interconnected world, we have a plethora of opinions to choose from when it comes to communicating with others. And embracing this diverse form of communication empowers us to connect with people from all walks of life and foster understanding, empathy and collaboration across cultures and distances. So well, after this talk, I'm going to be done with this episode for today. And, you know, next one is communication and relationships. I really hope you will like it. Thank you so much for listening. I will hope you enjoy it. I remember that you can follow this podcast, rate some feedback, share it with everyone. And, you know, you can also, if you want, you can follow the Twitter account for the show on Twitter, of course. Lorena Zari for more. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see each other in the next episode. Thank you so much. <laughs>